Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. And we're going to start off with uh, some uh, fights that are upcoming. First one featuring Nonito Donaire, the Filipino Flash. And he's returning uh, to the ring in a few weeks, taking a shot at the WBC title as he fights Mexican Alejandro Santiago for the vacant WBC bantamweight title. And that's taking place at the Cosmopolitan down in Las Vegas. Um, as you know, this fight's part of the uh, Frank Martin, Artem Haritian Hanyan bill. Uh, and WC first ordered this fight in February as part of the division's rebuilding efforts following the departure of Nayana Inui. Donner, by the way, is fighting with a 42 and 7 record, 28 knockouts. Uh, first got the call to fight Jason Maloney, who decided to fight for another organization, which opened the door for the WBC number six, Santiago, 27, three and five, by the way. Uh, last seen defeating Antonio Neves via technical knockout. Now, because we mentioned Tony Ballou yesterday and his uh, potential return to the ring at his age, it's interesting to note that Donaire is actually turning 41 in November and is fueled, uh, plus inspired, by the prospect of again contesting for WBC green and gold belt. Moving along, um, Virgil Ortiz uh, will challenge WBA regular welterweight champion Imantus Stanionis for his title this Saturday night in the main event over at the AT&T Center in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, they're both coming off an 11-month uh, uh, layoff which uh, will be fresher and I guess challenging at the same time uh, for the fighters in the ring. But for some reason, Golden Boy is getting a little late start in promoting uh, San Jonas uh, Ortiz event, which is surprising given that they think uh, Virgil Ortiz Jr., 25 years of age, could soon be their number one star. On the undercard, you're going to see Marlon Espaza versus Gabriela Celeste Alanis in a good women's bout. Floyd Schofield versus Haskell Rhodes. Floyd, we've mentioned quite often on Knuckle Up and Talk and Fight here. Uh, Eric Tudor versus uh, Reggie Harris Jr. Uh, Tristan Calruti versus Joan Jones. Uh, Darius Fulham versus Jeremiah Cutright. And Joseph Diaz versus Jerry Perez uh, rounds out the undercard. Uh, you're going to see former IBF Super Featherweight champ Joseph Jojo Diaz, 32 Form 1, by the way. We'll try to end his losing streak by going up against Jerry Perez uh, in that in that last bout that I mentioned. So anyway, moving along quickly. I'm told to move along quickly. IBM, uh, sorry, IBF uh, welterweight champion Jaron Boots Ennis wants to force a corner or a ref stoppage of his opponent Roman Villa this Saturday night as well in their 12 round headliner. Uh, at uh, the Jim Whale and Boardwalk Hall in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Uh, unlike his previous fight, he failed to score a knockout against Karen Chudhadzian. Ennis, 30-0, is confident he will knock out Villa, who's 26-1, by the way, 24 knockouts of his own. Uh, Villa will try and win and will want to trade power shots against the 26-year-old Boots Ennis, says Craig Daly over at BoxingNews24.com. And can uh, Ennis stop Villa? That's the magic question. Rashidi Alice came up dry against Villa last January, getting dropped twice en route to a 12-round majority decision. Live boxing action will begin on Showtime, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, 6.30 p.m. Um, 
9 that's 9 30 p.m eastern time and uh, 6 30 p.m pacific time the undercard we'll see uh Yolves gomez versus marquis taylor edwin de los santos versus uh, joseph adomo yul sedania versus william towson uh steve torres versus uh, james evans dwight flemings versus henry rivera ishmael muhammad versus parker abaruno uh, and this is being forced to wait until the Errol Spence versus Terence Crawford fight play out before he's either elevated to full IBF champion status or he fights for the vacated belt. One thing we know, uh, the Spence Crawford winner won't fight boots because they're both planning on moving up to 154 pounds to have titles in that weight class. Speaking of uh, returning to the ring, uh, Robert Hellenius, who we mentioned uh, yesterday, uh, the Nordic Nightmare is heading back home. The heavyweight contender uh, will return to the ring on August 5th to take on fellow Finnish fighter Mika Mailonen. That's taking place in Finland. The match will mark the 39-year-old Helenius's first fights and suffering a brutal first-round knockout loss to former heavyweight champ Deontay Wilder back in October last year. Um, Helenius, by the way, is 31-4 and four with 20 knockouts. Had scored back-to-back -back stoppage wins against the then unbeaten Adam Kalnaki uh, before losing uh, to Wilder, making note of his age. ESPN's Salvador Rodriguez reports that welterweights Jordinius Ugas and Keith Thurman are in talks to square off this coming August, which Thurman himself later confirmed to Showtime's Last Stand podcast. Jake Donovan claims the two will fight for the interim WBC title, while Errol Spence Jr. and Terence Crawford hash things out. Yugas, he's 27-5, 12 knockouts, hasn't fought since April of last year when Spence smashed his eyes shut to take the Cuban veterans' WBA super welterweight title. He's fought just twice since 2020, but Thurman, he's 30-1, 22 knockouts, has somehow been ever more inactive. One time has, in fact, fought once since his 2019 loss to Manny Pacquiao, dominating Mario Barrios in February of 2022. Assuming both men enter the ring at or near top form, it should be a well-matched bout with a lot of uh, action potential. Yogas's low finishing rate belies a genuine mean streak, and Thurman, though far from the destroyer of yore, still packs some pop to go along uh, with his craft. And we'll let you know if this one gets over the finish line. Sure enough. Alrighty, BoxingScene.com reports that promoter Ben Shalom of Boxer is standing firm that light heavyweights Joshua Buatzi and Dan Aziz will collide in a WBA world title eliminator. Uh, it was reported last month that Buatzi and Aziz would face each other in a high-stakes fight in the fall. But rival promoter Eddie Hearn of Matchroom later stated he, would, he was advised that Aziz was a free agent, and the result was trying to get him in the ring with WBA champ Dimitri Bivol. Shalom would quickly respond to Hearn's statements by making it clear that Aziz was under contract with Boxer. He now indicates that Buatzi and Aziz have agreed to fight. Shalom said, both fighters have agreed to fight each other. It's flattering when other promoters are talking about your fighters, but Dan Aziz is with Boxer. He's one of our proudest achievements. Finding the fighters that don't necessarily get those opportunities, the fact we've gone from just, just about British level and come through the English Commonwealth, and now he's even being talked about at a world level, 
It's an incredible journey. The Boatsy fight is one they both agreed to. It's definitely one that happens this year, which British boxing fans are hugely excited about. And according to Shalom, there have been no approaches from Matchroom to make a fight between Bivol and Aziz. He says he's willing to entertain an offer, but explains that nobody's reached out as of yet. Let's fly around the world to Japan, where we see that uh, the World Boxing Organization's fifth-ranked Asia-Pacific Super Bantamweight, TJ Dohoney, Dohoney sorry, of Ireland, battered uh, the Japanese champion Kazuki Nakajime of the Oshi Books Boxing Club into submission in the fourth round to rest the title on the June 29th tilt that was held in Tokyo. And in other news out of Japan, we see that veteran Kenta Nakagawa of Masako Boxing Gym earned a 12-round unanimous decision over fifth-ranked challenger Joe Shiraishai of the Shiraishai Boxing Gym to retain his WBO Asia-Pacific Super Flyweight title for the first time. That was held back on July 1st, also in Tokyo. And they were fighting at uh, Korokian Hall, and the 37-year-old Nakagawi occasionally landed well-timed straight left and right hooks to the head from his southpaw style while moving side to side to avoid Shirashi's forward move. So good for him. Uh, and with the victory, Nakagawa improved his record to 24 wins, including 12 knockouts against four losses and a draw. For his part, Shirashi fell to 11-1-1 and has six knockouts to his record. Finally, I want to uh, bring you up to speed with respect to a link I provided provided down below in the show's description. A fight uh, took place featuring Esquiva Falcawa, the 2012 Olympic silver medalist. Esquiva Falcawa, he's 30-1, and 20 knockouts. Doesn't feel he got a fair shake against Vincenzo Gatteri, uh, who's now 21-0-1 with seven knockouts in their clash for the vacant IBF middleweight title that was held in uh, Wuppertal in uh, Germany uh, most recently uh, last weekend. I think the fight was unfair to me, Falcoa said. I fought, I fought for the world belt in my opponent's house. It's not in his country. It's in his house, in his city. And the judges are all German. Oh, there was an Italian. And that is where the boy is from. He's from Italy. He is an Italian, but he lives in Germany. So the fight was... For, for, was all for him to win. Falco continues, I was knocked down in the second round. The punch landed. I took it. But then I received two very strong blows below the belt, and the referee, Vincent Dupas, did nothing, not to mention the blows that I received on the back of the head and the shoulder on the chin. I believe the referee is there to protect both athletes, not just defend the home athlete or the promoter who organizes the event. I leave here sad, but knowing that I did my part. I didn't have to fight just one athlete. I had to fight one athlete, the referee, judging, but that's life. And that, my friends, concludes today's episode. I appreciate you joining me. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and I'll see you later on at 4 p.m. Eastern time when I join Mike Orr for his show, Knuckle Up.